Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining me on this broadcast. Now, if you've been listening regularly or tracking with us throughout 2024, you know that the Authority of Love has been anchored in Oswald Chambers' classic devotional, My Utmost for His Highest, which the title itself says it all, right? If you have, you also know that this has been a deep dive into what it seems to truly, what it means to truly die to self and live for Christ as we are called to do in God's Word over and over again, but which is seldom preached or taught in our churches in this day and time. As I've stated at various times throughout this series, I know it is difficult, but will not apologize because I know it's where the Lord has called me and I want to be faithful. And as I said earlier, these truths are sorely missing and greatly needed. My prayer as always is that we are all encouraged and or challenged and either way, we are blessed because we are willing to take these messages to heart and make it much more than just programs and activities, but the lives of disciples who are fully sold out to God in Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we've been given. Now, if you missed any of the messages last week or back all the way through, you, you can go back into last year and beyond. You can listen again or, sh or, or share them on video or podcast or read articles that are related at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's love and lordship, A-N-D. Don't use the ampersand. Don't use that. Okay. Love and lordship at gmail, or I'm sorry, loveandlordship.com. And if you want to connect with me, do so at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love and lordship, again, A-N-D in the middle, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Appreciate those who have, love the comments, the encouragement, even the challenges from time to time. I certainly appreciate that. We're going to pick up this week with a series wrapping up the April devotionals as we're now fully into spring and Easter has passed. And in, in, in these April devotionals in this My Utmost for His Highest devotional is challenge us as to what we are seeking after, why we're doing so, and most importantly, are we seeking after the right things? I've shared this often before here on The Authority of Love because I know it's greatly needed in our culture and churches today. And once again, it's often lacking and missing. Many are seeking after God for his blessings, his favor, and what he can do for them. And he certainly promises to change our lives for the better. That's a great thing. But in a fallen world... It's certainly not easy, and Jesus spoke often to this, as did the apostles and other writers of the New Testament. His word is clear that what we are actually to be seeking after is Him. Read Jeremiah 29, 12 and 13, seeking after His love. 1 John 4, 19, Mark 12, 29 through 31, seeking after His will, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Seeking after his kingdom and righteousness, Matthew 6, 33, and his truth, Psalm 25, 4 and 5, and 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. While this does come with many blessings, what I found in seeking after him and these other things, his kingdom, his righteousness, his will, his truth, they're all essentially seeking after him. What I found is that it, with his word, in line with his word, is that in doing so, it has completely changed my perspective, 
perspective, given me peace and contentment that blessings and gifts alone never could. This brings us to the title and focus of today's devotional and message, What Do You Want? Now, if you're following along in the, in the print version or at myutmost.org, we're on April 27th. I find it very interesting that today's message in Scripture come from the prophet Jeremiah in one of his final warnings to the king and the people of Israel. And it's not pretty because Israel has basically abandoned God and His Word and will simp- His Word and will, and simply thinking that because they are His people, He will continue to bless their land, their crops, give them whatever they desire, even as they reject Him outright. Unfortunately, this is, sounds way too close for comfort to what we are experiencing in our nation and churches today. And the source may be all too familiar as well. Chambers asked the question from Jeremiah 45.5, Do you seek great things for yourself? Now, I can only speak from personal experience and from years of counseling, mentoring, and disciples, discipling that this question is at the forefront of what many have either been taught or allowed to believe because it's not been clearly expounded upon. And it's exactly what our selfish flesh naturally desires. What's in it for me? And far too many churches have marketed and catered a so-called biblical message that rings true of this same question and that same answer, promising things that actually separate us from God all the while making us feel good because, of course, God wants to and should give us whatever good things we desire. That's what God's for, right? Well, one of the first things and most difficult things to do when we come to Christ is to realize and admit that we are selfish apart from Him, which means that the natural question and desire to satisfy self will lead us to seek things for ourselves instead of seeking God himself, his truth, his righteousness, his kingdom, his will. That's the greatest of all things. Chambers starts his devotional comments by restating Jeremiah's question to Israel. Are you seeking great things for yourself? Not seeking to be a great one, but seeking great things from God for yourself. You see, God wants you in a closer relation to relationship to himself than just receiving his gifts. He wants you to get to know him. That's the ultimate gift. Let me say that again, and please let it sink in. God wants you in a closer relationship to himself than just receiving his gifts. He wants you to get to know him. A great thing is accidental. It comes and goes. God never gives us anything accidental. There's nothing easier than getting into a right relationship with God, except when it is not God whom you want, but only what he gives. That calls for another repeat, right? As this is so natural for us to do and for our churches to cater to, And it has to change if we are going to be true disciples of Christ. So let me say that again. There is nothing easier than getting into a right relationship with God, except when it is not God whom you want, but only what he gives. If you have only come the length of asking God for things, you have never come to the first strand of abandonment. You have become a Christian from your own standpoint. 
Does that sound familiar? I can tell you it does. And many of the men and couples that I have mentored and discipled over the 30 plus years. You see, the serpent in Genesis 3 offered the same thing to Adam and Eve. Here, you eat this fruit and you don't have to do it God's way. You can claim you're in a relationship with him, but you can be like God. You can be your own Lord. You can live life on your own standards. Chambers says, I did ask God for the Holy Spirit, but he did not give me the rest and the peace I expected. Instantly, God puts his finger on the reason. You are not seeking the Lord at all. You are seeking something for yourself. Jesus says, ask and it shall be given you. Ask God for what you want, and you cannot ask if you are not asking for a right thing. That doesn't necessarily mean just a good thing. We can ask for a lot of good things, but they're not necessarily right, and they're not necessarily rightly ordered. When you draw near to God, you cease from asking for things. Your Father knows what things you have need of Him before you ask Him. Then why ask? Because He tells us to, right? So don't miss this, that you may get to know Him. Are you seeking great things for yourself? Oh, Lord, baptize me with the Holy Ghost. If God does not, it's because you are not abandoned enough to Him. There is something that you will not do. Are you prepared to ask yourself what it is you want from God and why you want it? God always ignores the present perfection for the ultimate perfection. He is not concerned about making you blessed and happy just now. He is working out His ultimate perfection all the time. And Jesus prayed it in John 17, that they may be one, Father, even as we are one. Here's some food for thought as we wrap this episode up. James, the half-brother of Jesus, gives us something more to think about when we're asking of the Lord. In chapter 4, verses 2 and 3, you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives so that you may spend what you request on your pleasures, on yourself. God has so much more for us, but the key is in Christ's prayer to be one with Him and to know Him ultimately, intimately, that kind of love. This is the greatest of gifts that as young believers we may not fully grasp, but hang in there. In time, if you will continue to get beyond just what's in it for me to how can I know and love you more, you'll find that it is totally worth it. Here's our love in action items. Number one, spend time with God in his word and prayer and listening every day. You can begin with the scriptures in this message if you don't know where to. If not, start with the, the, the gospel of John. It's a great place to start. And the Psalms in the Old Testament. Great place to start. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. That's one of his roles, his jobs, is here and he dwells within us so that he can more fully expound the truth of God's word. Number three, take some time to assess where you are in your faith journey and you where you really need to be. What do you pray for, wish, or desire? Are, are those very requests hindering you from getting to know God? And then number four, based on that assessment, what do you need to lay down or give up in order to truly ask and seek for God, His Son, and the Holy Spirit alone? Let everything else flow from that. Now, tomorrow's episode, we're going to move from what do you want to what God actually promises in His Word. What will you get? 
Stick with us and keep asking the Lord to grow your faith and continue to form you in the image of Christ and to know and love him more. Join us and invite family, friends, loved ones, even enemies, so that everybody has an opportunity to hear this and, and, and come to know Christ as Savior and walk with him as Lord and them as his disciples. Now, again, you can find out more videos, podcasts, uh, articles at loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com. Click on the, the read, the, the watch, and the listen tabs, and you'll find those different uh, venues. You can also find our book there. I've got several that have bought it recently. I, I see a, 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 they, they give me uh, the, the reports on that, and so I'm encouraged by that. Thank you for those who do that. It's there, there's an icon right there in the middle of the homepage at loveandlordship.com. It's the Authority of Love 2nd Edition. Now, if also, if you are feeling led, the Holy Spirit is leading you to give to this ministry as a kingdom ministry. You can go to the upper right corner. There's a tab for give, okay? All donations are fully tax deductible, and we greatly appreciate your gifts. Thanks for those who give regularly. You can do it regularly, uh, monthly, or you can do it one time. It only takes a minute or so to get signed up and do that, and we certainly thank you. You can also do it mobily, cash.app, cash app, cash.app, forward slash dollar sign love and lordship, dollar sign love and lordship, all spelled out and together with both L's capital. You can mail it to Love and Lordship at 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. And as I always say, if it's not us, keep praying until the Lord shows you who he would have you partner with and then be faithful there. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in the love and Lordship of Christ. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.